it's around this time of year when people start to make plans. If it's not plans for next year, it's plans for Christmas. And with that, we begin to hear people talking about new resolutions that they're going to set or budgets for the year ahead or goals to be achieved and what they're going to do to drive forward both personally and professionally. But I'm here to tell you to stop doing all of that just for one moment. And here's why. Typically, when people start to do these activities, they come with a sense that they can't wait for the year to finish, that they want to get started in the new year. Yet there's still two to three weeks left in this year. They also want to get rid of the year that they've just had. And I know this year with COVID has been a lot more challenging than other years in that it has thrown up so many curveballs. But here's the thing. Every year, people have the same feeling. They can't wait to get rid of the past year that they've just had and get into the next year to begin. Now, how crazy is that? As if the change in the calendar date is going to make all the difference. Yet, that's what most people do. Now, don't get me wrong, planning is good. I do it myself, but I do it in a very different way for myself. And on the next episode, I'll cover some of the elements for you to consider. But if you're one of those people that can't wait for the new year to begin, here's one thing that's happening. You're seeing the year just gone as a write-off, as being a negative. You're looking at what hasn't been achieved instead of what has been achieved. And even though you may not have achieved all the things that you set out to achieve in 2020, you're still focused on the gap of what hasn't been achieved. Therefore, if you're focused on the negative, you're going to start making your plans from that starting place, the place of lack, the place of negative. So why not try something different? Why not look back at what has been achieved? And yes, I know the natural reaction will be, what the heck? With the year we've just had with COVID and the lockdowns, how can we look at what has been achieved? Well, for one, you're still here. That's one thing you've achieved. And if you're to really think about that one thing, that's huge. You're still here. So instead of looking at this exercise as useless or that you wouldn't have much to write down because you're so annoyed about what you haven't achieved or what has happened, let me give you a few pointers to think about to help you. Because if you're currently feeling like you've not much to write down, then believe me when I say this, it is of more importance that you actually now do the exercise for lots of different reasons. You see, it's human nature to look at things and to see what hasn't been achieved yet or what's not working well. If we didn't, we wouldn't evolve as human beings. We need to look ahead. But the problem for most people is that they're always chasing, worrying and mentally beating themselves up for not having achieved the things that they were looking to achieve in the first place. They're not looking at it in the way that they were built to look at it, which is to look to the future with a view to what has been achieved in the past. That's how you evolve. So let's look at some pointers that you can think about as you write down a list of what has been achieved. Because the longer the list, the better it will be. Now there's seven areas of life, and they are your business or your career, your finances, health, mind, spiritual, relationships, and social. So begin to write down what has been achieved under each one of those seven headings. And look back over the whole year from where you were this time last year, through each of the months, to where you are now, and write down what has been achieved. Now for some people, there's going to be things that will stand out as great achievements in the whole year, which is great, so write those down. And for others, they look back on some of those areas of life and will feel that they've gone backwards because maybe they've lost their job or some of their savings have gone or they've lost a relationship with someone close. And while that might be absolutely true, there will also be achievements in those areas of life as well. They're just not seeing them yet. That's one of the reasons for doing this exercise. Here's one thing to consider. You can't lose something without gaining something. And until such times you see what you've gained, you're going to be out of equilibrium and will therefore be focused on the loss. 
And if you're focused on the loss, then the more of the loss you're going to bring about. And the more of that, then the more you're going to be forced by events and circumstances to get you to see what you've gained in order to bring you back into equilibrium. So I'll repeat what I said. You can't lose something without gaining something. So now when you go back over the whole of the past year and look at each of the seven areas of life, reflect on what you've gained and what you've achieved. And here's a few pointers to get you started in that particular vein. When you take one area of life, say business or career, what have you achieved? What have you learned? How have you grown? What new insights or revelations have you now got? What are you doing differently? What have you overcome? What have you accomplished? What have you gained? Then begin to ask yourself, how has what has happened in each of the months over the past year benefited you? How has it served you? How has it moved you closer to what you want to achieve in line with your purpose? Now, here's the thing to remember. When we approach an exercise like this, our conscious mind can only think of a few things. So it'll be easy to write down, say, five or ten items in each area of life. But there's more. If you stick with it, I mean, stick with the exercise and keep contemplating on the question and writing down everything that comes to mind, what's going to happen is that you'll start to pull the information from your unconscious. And it's your unconscious that has so much more information. That's why if you do a similar exercise to find a solution to a problem, like, say, when you're brainstorming, if you stick with it long enough, the best ideas will come towards the end. That's why it would be best to set yourself a challenge to list down, say, 50 items in each of the seven areas of life. And I sincerely mean this. If you do this exercise for each of the seven areas of life, you'll be amazed at the outcome. But not only that, it will make a significant difference for you going forward. Then when you've done each of the seven areas of life, I encourage you to do one more step. Reflect and look back on you yourself as a whole, your whole being, you in your entirety. And then consider, how have you evolved? How have you grown? How have you gained? That will be the cherry on the cake. Then when you've done that, do one final step. You remember that I spoke in an earlier episode about acknowledging your successes. Well, after you do this exercise, look at your list of all the things that you've achieved in the year just past and begin to acknowledge them and own them in the way I outlined in that episode. Then when you start to make your plans for the year ahead, you'll be starting off from a very different base than if you didn't do this exercise. So will you do it? I mean, will you do this exercise to its fullest? Can you imagine the difference it will make for you? Well, I know if you do it right, you'll be amazed at what will happen as a result. All I can do is encourage you to do it. And if you want to find out more about this subject and how you could make next year an absolutely amazing year, or if you have any questions, just reach out to me. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Also, just to let you know, I've launched a brand new website as an add-on to my existing business. So if you want to check out the new website, head over to paulwilliamdavis.com and you'll get to know a lot more. And on that website, you'll find out all the ways in which I can support you on your journey and the ways of how you can get in touch. So check it out again, it's paulwilliamdavis.com. You'll also find out more about the executive lounge that I've set up. And if it's of interest, connect with me and I'll share more about it with you. And in the meantime, remember, sharing is caring. So spread the message about this podcast. And as always, until the next time, I wish you every success.